Hey mamas, I'm Alyssa, your mama and me RD. I'm a registered dietitian and mama of two. I specialize in nutrition and feeding for infants and toddlers. Welcome to Nutrition for Littles, a podcast dedicated to helping you raise healthy, confident, and intuitive eaters. Nutrition is kind of my thing, and I love sharing it, but honestly, the 30 seconds Instagram gave me on my stories just wasn't cutting it anymore. Join me each week as we go deeper and tackle topics like picky eating, mealtime struggles, baby-led weaning, and fostering a healthy relationship with food, and so much more. I'll try to be short, but I plan on answering your actual real-life questions using your examples. I will walk you through actionable strategies to help you protect and preserve your child's innate ability to listen to their bodies and eat intuitively. Let's jump right into today's topic. Hey, 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 mamas, welcome back. Um, today is going to be a little bit of a different episode. I have a rant. I have a rant for you and I'm going to record it and put it on the internet because I want you to know how deeply frustrated I get with Pinterest. Okay, I love Pinterest, but today I wanted to tell you why I kind of hate it at the same time. I feel like a lot of us probably feel this way with social media. We have a love-hate relationship with it. Um, but specifically, I think Pinterest has done a lot of damage to family meals. I think it really has. I think um, there are some great things about it. Listen, I get on Pinterest, I scroll and I scroll and I scroll and I search and I scroll and I find a ton of inspiration for my home and for um, some kid ideas like kid play ideas, sensory bins, those sorts of things that I never end up actually doing. If you're anything like me, can you relate to that? (laughs) Um, But also I find amazing recipes. And I love it. I love having a place where I can go and get inspired and look at beautiful food pictures and feel like I would love to try something new. And Pinterest is the place that I go to do that. So that being said, (laughs) kind of give my dues to Pinterest, let you know that I'm a fan. I'm not going to be deleting it from my phone or not using it anymore. But I wanted to address the fact that Pinterest is beautiful. It's beautiful and it's just like any other social media. It doesn't tell the whole story. So have you ever clicked on a pin on Pinterest and then it brings you to a broken website or it brings you to a website full of ads and you don't even understand why you're there and you can't find the recipe you were looking for or the activity or whatever you're using Pinterest for? It's so frustrating. And then when you finally do find a recipe and you click on it and you get to the blog post, you have to scroll like 15 feet down just to actually get the recipe. Be. But first, they want to tell you all about how they grew up on a farm, blah, 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 blah. There's like this really funny meme about um, like going onto a blog to find a recipe. And it's like, I'm going to tell you how to make this amazing cake. But first, let me tell you when I was five, da, da, da. it's so funny because it's so freaking true. Just give me the recipe so I can move on, right? Okay. So here's my issue with Pinterest. <laughs> I've already started. But here's my issue with Pinterest. I think it has ruined our family meals. And this is why. I think it's set up this ideal or this idea that our meals have to be beautiful and complex and unique. And we have to be trying out new recipes all the time. 
So I don't know, maybe I'm alone, but I think that it creates a ton of pressure on us to make our meals these colorful, vibrant, beautifully plated, perfectly designed meals that have, you know, all of the food groups and are just presented beautifully. And I don't know what you're like in the kitchen, but I am stressed. Like I love cooking, okay? But I am like a 30-minute cook max. All right? Like if things take longer than 30 minutes, hands on time, I'm out. Like I am over it. So I like to get in the kitchen, do my thing, feed the family, get out. And before I had kids, I for sure way more enjoyed cooking because it wasn't stressful. Right now I'm in the season of life and and maybe you're the same way, maybe not. But my kids have, like I've talked about in previous episodes, a meal and snack schedule. And we try to stick to that schedule as best we can. And that's for a lot of reasons. You should go check out that episode if you haven't already because it's super helpful. But um, one of the reasons why we stick so closely to our meal and snack schedule is because my kids get hangry, hangry. If I go even like 15 minutes or 30 minutes past their mealtime and they haven't eaten, you can tell. Like it, everyone's melting down, things are being thrown, they're upset, and then we eat late and then they're cranky through eating. They typically don't eat very well. They're not very interested in what's on their plate. They're more interested in picking fights or throwing things or getting up from their seat a thousand times or whatever. And then bedtime gets pushed back and then they're even crankier because now they're hangry and they're tired. It's a domino effect in my house. Okay. So we stick to our meal and snack schedule because it's a domino effect. And I want to challenge you if you don't have a meal and snack schedule to maybe pick up on times where, hey, why was tonight so easy? Why was dinner such a breeze? And why were they in such a good mood? And then the next night they're like hangry and scary and you're like, wondering why you had so many children. Okay. And I want to challenge you to uh, like look at your schedule and see like, did I hit them at the exact right time for food that one night that things went easy? And then the next night, maybe things got pushed back a little bit, or maybe, you know, they were over hungry, overtired, or maybe they had just eaten and they weren't interested in food. So I do think that that eating schedule plays a role in how they're feeling. Anyways, that's besides the point. Go back to that episode and listen to it if you haven't already about a meal and snack schedule. Um, but okay, this is how it is in my house. So when I'm cooking and I know that our dinner time is coming around the corner, I start to get stressed the closer we get to it. <laughs> like, okay, is this dinner going to be done in time? Am I going to have it on the table? Do I have all the elements? Am I going to burn this? Am I going to burn that? Are they going to notice that their grilled cheese is burned on one side? <laughs> you know, things like that. I think we all have these same thoughts. But um, as dinner time approaches, I my stress level goes up. So I always try to cook things that are quick, easy, fast, and um, very even hands off. Like I love to like just put things in the oven or put things in the air fryer and walk away, play with my kids, entertain them until it's ready. So here's the thing with Pinterest. Hands down, unless I search specifically like five ingredients or less, easy, you know, hands free, whatever, sheet pan dinners, things like that. If I just search like recipes, healthy recipes, family recipes, fun recipes, new recipes, blah, 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 blah. It automatically gives me such complicated um, recipes to follow that I'm like glued to my phone or glued to my iPad in the kitchen, trying to read the recipe, making sure I'm doing things right, figuring it out. Now this gets better over time, right? Like every one of us, when we start with a new recipe, it's hard and it's frustrating and it's, we get something wrong. But every time we make it, it gets easier and easier. 
So the thing with Pinterest (laughs) to me is that it creates this environment where we feel like we have to be trying new recipes all the time. There's millions of them out there. We literally could not scroll long enough to find the end of the Pinterest page of recipes, right? So I think we have this idea that we have to be trying new things all the time. Um, which oftentimes just makes me turn off and say, I'm never trying something new again. This is too stressful. This is overwhelming. I'm just going to turn it off and stick to my usual. Um, So I think Pinterest has created a really amazing resource in some ways, but also creates a lot of stress and anxiety and um, feeling like you're not enough. And like every other mom out there is creating brand new recipes from scratch every night, right? (laughs) Like Pinterest moms out there making these crazy beautiful meals, doing these amazing sensory bins with their kids. Uh, Their house is decorated 100% perfectly. Like everything in their life looks really beautiful and perfect on Pinterest. And here's the thing, on Instagram, at least most people, I think, and not all people, a lot of people are fake and have like a ton of stuff that you're like, is your life really like that? Really? Is it that easy? (laughs) But you're looking at one life. You're looking at, so for example, in my Instagram, you might look at me and say, um, Oh gosh, I don't know. <laughs> I would I would love to see what your assumptions are of me. Oh, actually, I did I did that one time on my Instagram. Let's see what people said. They thought my house was always clean and organized, <laughs> which is a joke, which actually made me realize that I need to post more of the dirty and the messy, um, which I do now. You guys all know that I have a laundry couch. It's real serious. It, it's a problem in our house. But, um, you know, you just look at one life and you make these assumptions based on the little glimpses they see. Um, but a lot of times people like me, we try to be very real and like, hey, this is where my kitchen sink is at. (laughs) And one time I did this thing where I was like, tap to clean. You know how everyone's doing that on Instagram? And then it just didn't clean. And I was like, nope, looks like you broke it. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to clean this right now. This was a funny joke and then move on. Um, A lot of times our dishes from the last meal aren't cleaned up until we start the next meal. And that's just how I'm living my life right now. I have two small children. It's fine. One day my house will be sparkling and it'll be great. But until then, this is where we're living at. But here's the thing, even on Instagram, even though people are like curating perfect Instagram feeds, even when you find someone who's quote unquote real and authentic about like the messiness of life, they usually have one or two aspects of their life that they continually show you how messy or like not put together it is. On Pinterest, you see none of that. (laughs) You see none of the bad. You see none of the mess, none of the chaos, none of the anything, right? All you see is good, beautiful pictures. Um, Even like the ones that I've seen that are like, how to handle a toddler tantrum. It's like this little toddler being super quiet and just kind of pouting. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. My toddler throw thing, throws things. My toddler screams. So, you know, it's just, it's this balance, I think, that we need to strike with social media and our real life. And knowing that people don't have it all together, their house is not perfectly <laughs> decorated or perfectly clean and have dinner on the table and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, I do get overwhelmed or I'll even see things on there that are like how to make homemade tortillas, how to make homemade bread, how to make blah, 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 all homemade, all from scratch. And I'm sitting here like, how do people have time to make bread from scratch, kombucha from scratch, which I'm doing, (laughs) Um, tortillas from scratch, pasta from scratch? Are you freaking drying pasta at home for your mac and cheese? Are you doing that? That's insanity. Now, I will say there are certain things that I've chosen to spend my time doing, but every time I choose that, I'm choosing not to do something else. So for example, I leave my dishes on my table until the next meal because I don't have time or whatever, but I do choose to brew my own kombucha, you know, which 
honestly doesn't take that much time. But just a reminder that it's always a give and give and go. No, give and take. There we go. Give and take. Um, anyways, so back to Pinterest. <laughs> so Pinterest is curated. It's beautiful. It's the best parts of everyone's life out there. Um, and that's all you're seeing. So it can be really overwhelming. And I just feel for moms who get really overwhelmed like I do when they see things like that. Um, I think Pinterest has really caused an environment in the family home that has raised these standards to a really, really high standard of anytime you're going to be making a meal, it should look like this and it should have all these components and it's 15 different things doing in the kitchen um, to put together one meal and then it's gone and that's it. It's, you know, I don't know. Some people are like really into spending all day in the kitchen for one meal. I'm not one of them. But um, I think the standards have been raised to a place that's really just unobtainable. Whenever I feel like something is unobtainable, I just give up and I say, nope, not today. I shut the computer, turn off my phone, whatever, and I move on. And I think that's really sad because like I said, Pinterest is actually and can be a really amazing resource, especially for getting inspiration. Um, So I think just coming at it, looking at um, the pictures and things like that, reminding ourselves that It's okay not to always have something new. It's okay not to make everything from scratch. It's okay to stick to my regulars, my go-tos, my, you know, list of foods that I can make quickly and easily and I don't have to spend, you know, an hour or longer in the kitchen trying to make something look perfect. Um, But I, I do think it's a fun tool. I just think that before Pinterest was around, and I feel this way about Pinterest towards weddings as well. Like I'm so grateful I got married before Pinterest um, because it can make you feel just inadequate. Like you're not doing enough or you are doing one thing, but then the next better thing is out there and you're like, oh, why didn't I do that? So I just want to remind you, okay, let's bring it back down away from my rant, but I just want to remind you that um, it's okay. It's okay to not try new things. It's okay that when you do try new things, to do one thing at a time. I I don't know. Maybe you're not like me, but I get really overwhelmed and feel like I need to be making these like amazing meals every day of the week. And the fact of the matter is, I would say, especially for like dinner, like let's say we have seven dinners in a week, right? Um, I would say six of those dinners that I make, first of all, I don't even make six dinners a week. I cook three to four times a week and then we utilize leftovers huge win right there. So let's say I make three to four new meals a day or wait, uh, sorry, a week. I only try if I want to include something new and you don't have to, but I only try to do one new thing a week. It's way too overwhelming for me to try to do every meal, a new meal or new recipe. So I just want to encourage you they don't always have to be trying something new. You don't always have to be, you know, mixing things up. And especially for our children, when we look at like how to handle picky eating, we want to create variables and variants between their meals, not in huge ways, right? Like if they've never had tacos before to all of a sudden give them like cauliflower tacos and like crazy, I don't even know. I can't even think straight right now, but um, we don't want to like crazy make jumps, right? Like if they've had tacos once and it was with ground turkey, maybe the next time we give it, it's with ground beef. And then next time we used to top it with sour cream, this time we're going to top it with avocado. We want to make small changes. So I just want to encourage you in that, that that that's okay. So um, family meals are why it's important. So Pinterest is great. It's a great resource. If you want to go there, go there. Don't let it overwhelm you. Don't let it make you feel inadequate. Don't let it make you feel like every mom out there is cooking a brand new beautiful mule every night. It's just not true. Um, But anyways, 
the most important thing is sitting with our family, enjoying our meal together. That's where the research is at. It's not really about the food. It's about the connection and about the time spent and about modeling the behavior um, that you want to see in your kids. And that can be done around the dinner table without a brand new meal or a perfectly plated taco or whatnot. So anyways, thanks for coming on my rant with me today. I hope this was helpful in some way. I hope that it gave you um, a little bit of ground to stand on and to remember that it's okay. It's okay to make it easy. It's okay to make it fast. It's okay to make it something we already know and continue to build variance upon that instead of completely changing the playbook every day. Anyways, I hope this was helpful for you. I do plan on having an episode soon about meal planning and how to make it easier on you. So keep your eyes out for that episode coming soon. And until then, I will see you next time, mamas. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're walking away with some tangible ways to bring some peace to your mealtimes. And if you like this episode, please subscribe and tell all your hashtag mom friends. And as always, the best compliment you can give me is leaving a rating and written review. You can find more from me on my Instagram at mama and me rd. That's mama dot and dot me underscore rd. And please feel free to send me any questions or comments you may have. Email me at alyssa at mama and me rd.com. Until next week, mamas.